Hi everyone, I hope you're all well. So, tradewives are back in vogue in the culture war and I for one could not be more thrilled. Why you ask? Well, one, tradwives are awesome, and two, the Wokies are freaking out about it, especially in the media. Over the last few weeks, headlines such as save us from this spectacularly silly hashtag tradwife trend Tradwives promote a lifestyle that evokes the 1950s, but their nostalgia is not without controversy, and TikTok's viral tradwife trend accused of romanticizing an era where sexism and racism ruled have been popping up with all the usual suspects hopping mad that women could somehow find happiness and fulfillment through avenues other than being a perpetually angry, insecure, work-obsessed, capitalist-hating, man-eschewing, progressive feminist. Anyway, Tradwives last made a big splash around the start of 2020 when British tradwife Elena Kate Petit, who runs a destination website and community for those interested in traditional living called the Darling Academy, made a big splash in the British media. This, as well as other outlets focusing on the American tradwife trend, made the term fairly mainstream for a while. Then COVID hit, of course, and the media forgot about everything in favour of bootlicking for their various authoritarian government bodies, but that is, in fact, another story. Anyway, in 2022, the tradwife trend started gaining a bit of steam again, aided, interestingly enough, by t TikTok, as a new generation, Generation Z, aka the Zoomers, started to adopt the aesthetic and lifestyle. Fast forward to 2023, and hashtag tradwife has been viewed over 129 million times on TikTok, as women in their 20s post about their lives as, or aspiration to be, tradwives. But before I go any further, I should really explain what a tradwife is. A tradwife, short for traditional wife, is a woman who embodies the traditional female gender role of the homemaker and nurturer if she has children, while her husband embodies the traditional male role of being the hunter-gatherer. That is, the wife does not have a paying job outside of the home, and instead dedicates her time to running the household while her husband cares for her by taking on the breadwinning duties so that she can create a beautiful, comfortable home for them both. Now, while this might sound like your typical stay-at-home wife-slash-mother arrangement, tradwifery embodies a particular 1950s aesthetic. So, Rather than leggings and active wear to cook and clean in, tradwives do their hair and makeup each morning and put on pretty vintage-style dresses, which makes them feel good and also appeals to their husbands upon their return home from a long day of work. Also, tradwifery often has a Christian element attached to it, which is what feminists seem to have the most trouble with, namely the idea that wives should submit to their husbands. The other two big problems that feminists seem to have with tradwives is the perception that these tradwives are somehow insisting that all women should live like them in order to be proper women, and also that apparently tradwives are actually connected to the far right and white supremacists and are therefore just a gateway to recruit young women into the far right. You know, the whole everything I don't like is racist thing that the left loves to do whenever they don't like something and can't be bothered to explain why or to even have any kind of rational debate about the issue. Now, the piece of media that I feel explains these three gripes is a video from Navara Media, an uber-progressive UK-based media outlet, and the video is presented by journalist and activist Ash Sakar. Now, before I show you this video, you should know that Ash Sakar is, in fact, a communist 
which to her eternal shame she has publicly admitted. She says, I'm literally a communist. <laughs> now, whether somebody who ascribes to an ideology that not only killed about 100 million people in the 20th century, but has failed literally every time it has been tried, should be taken seriously, I don't know. Either way, she's made this video about trad wives, so let's watch. But the trad wife trend isn't just a way to talk about the experience of being a woman and doing domestic labour. It's saying that being a woman or expressing your femininity most fully means doing all the domestic labour. Men and women are meant to have rigidly distinct roles in the home, in their relationships and crucially, in economic activity. So this isn't just about personal choice or individual preferences, it's advancing a right-wing political ideology and dressing it up as a lifestyle. So why is this important? Three things. These women are often really young in their 20s, and they're preaching the values of submitting to a husband to an audience of other young women. The tradwife trend doesn't exist in isolation. It's linked to deeply regressive political and social movements such as Christian and white nationalism and anti-feminism. Feminism is an ideology which cannot be defended by feminists. It's part of a wider shift of young people being dissatisfied with neoliberalism and wanting social change. Okay, as the left likes to say, let's unpack this. First, Ash says the trad wives believe fully exercising your femininity is doing all the domestic labour and that they're advancing a far right-wing political ideology. This insinuates the trad wives are trying to effectively recruit more trad wives and foist their lifestyle on all women. Now, aside from the staggering hypocrisy of this statement, given the fact left-wing feminists have been foisting their lifestyle and ideology onto other women for, you know, decades now, and then horribly abusing women who say, no thanks, I actually don't agree with you, that's simply not what trad wives are all about. Let's hear from SD Williams on the subject. If you are not familiar with the term tradwife, it is a woman who chooses to live a more traditional life with ultra-traditional gender roles. So the man goes outside the house, works, provides for the family, the woman stays home, and she's the homemaker. She takes care of the home and the children if there are any. The misconception about the trad wife movement, um, it's not really a movement, nobody's pushing it. People are typically just living it and maybe showcasing their lifestyle like me. And we believe our place, specifically us as individuals, believe our purpose is to be homemakers. It doesn't mean that we are trying to take away what women fought for. There are a lot of people trying to make this a sinister thing or put some other darker meaning behind the term tradwife. Nobody is doing that. No tradwife TikTokers are saying every woman's place is in their home. We as individuals are just choosing to be homemakers. That's all. The current tradwife queen, ladies and gentlemen, and isn't she fabulous? The second hang-up about trad wives that leftists like Ash and others have is the, context, is the concept of them submitting to their husbands. Critics seem to have it in their heads that by submitting, these women are subjugating themselves. This is consistent with the fact that despite their efforts to disguise it, feminists, from my observation, generally conflate cleaning and taking care of kids with subservience. Gosh, it's good to know what feminists must think of cleaners and childcare workers, am I right? 
Anyway, what the left is missing here is what submitting means in the trad wife context. Instead of submitting as in subjugating yourself, it's based on the concept of Christian complementarianism. That is, the wife submits to the husband by taking care of the household and he in turn serves and submits to her by working and thus providing for the household. Let's let Alana Kate Petit explain it. Though a traditional housewife may submit to her husband, she is not considered of lesser importance to him or allows herself to be in a position that threatens her rights. A traditional woman's place is not under a man's feet, but under his wing, by his side. A traditional housewife chooses her husband based on his ability to care for people, provide for their children, and most importantly, upon his integrity and values. Good, wholesome values. In this, she is smart in choosing a mate she can trust and give over or submit certain responsibilities to him in order for them to have a clear division of emotional, administration, and physical labor in the home. In short, trad wives are equal and different to their husbands. It's very simple. Now the third hang-up the left has about trad wives is that apparently they're somehow advancing a white supremacist political agenda. This is despite the fact that black trad wives, by the way, are very much a thing. But anyway, from what I can gather, this notion goes back to a 2018 New York Times article which uses a couple of very niche examples of so-called trad wives who have some sort of link to the alt-right. Now, first, I wouldn't actually call those women trad wives since they are activists actually trying to advance an ideology. As Estee said, being a trad wife is an individual lifestyle choice that doesn't, ins doesn't insist others do the same. It's not a movement or anything sinister. Just because a couple of crackpots made some waves a few years ago doesn't mean that all tradwifery is somehow a gateway to the far right. Duh. Second, as I mentioned earlier, this is just another example of leftists calling everything they don't like racist. It is just another way of delegitimizing women who don't buy into modern feminism. Oh, they've all been influenced by those big bad white men into being good little housewives. It's an incredibly sexist notion, but hey, that's the left for you. They are not known for their consistency. Anyway, Elena has a note on that too. A trad wife is not racist, she is inclusive. As much as she believes in the natural order to gender, so she believes in the natural and rich tapestry of life which brings with it a variety of races, cultures and beliefs. People matter to her and she does not think herself superior to anyone regardless of their title, gender or skin colour. She sees the person, not the package. She is categorically not a white supremacist. Open your eyes and you'll see proud traditional housewives of colour from all over the world. Remember also that the leftists, including and especially really highly educated ones, tend to think anything even vaguely conservative is far-right, white nationalist, etc. Their barometer for extremism really isn't that accurate. As for the final hang-up that Ash and other leftists seem to have, that is, insisting that tradwifery is simply another Gen Z reaction to so-called neoliberalism, which is really just a leftist word for capitalism they use to try to make themselves sound smarter, like, honestly, I challenge Ash Sakar and anyone who uses the word neoliberalism unironically to define it without simply defining free market capitalism, seriously. Anyway, sorry, but these traditionalist values have actually been around for a very long time, including in the 2000s. There have always been trad wives in their 20s. It's just now they're getting more publicity thanks to mass communication. If tradwifery is a reaction to anything, it's a reaction to fourth wave feminism, not capitalism. 
However, speaking of Generation Z trends that are apparently a reaction to capitalism and to the modern world, the latest media reaction to Tradwives got me thinking about another Gen Z trend that explicitly defines itself as a rebellion of sorts against girl boss corporate ladder climbing feminism. That is, of course, bimboism or the modern bimbo, a movement that gained traction on TikTok and then in the media last year. Now, you'd be forgiven for thinking that perhaps bimbos are antithetical to feminism. I mean, after all, a bimbo is a term used pejoratively to describe a woman who is attractive, usually blonde, and dumb. Second wave, and indeed third wave feminists despised the bimbo because they saw her as catering to the male gaze in order to gain male attention and approval. But apparently, in the grand left-wing tradition of reclaiming words they don't like, the bimbo archetype has been reclaimed by Gen Z feminists who tout this new ideology, bimboism. That is, a person, doesn't have to be a woman, can be any gender, as they would put it, who is hyper-feminine and hyper-sexualized in their dress and demeanor, believes in radical left-wing causes, and rejects society's notion of what intelligence apparently is. They're pro-plastic surgery, pro-body modifications and pro-materialism, but also somehow anti-capitalism. Most pointedly, they embrace a dumbness as a tool to manipulate people, usually men, into caring for them in a non-reciprocal way. They are also anti-work as a means to make a political statement about girl boss feminism and the modern economy. This is the very opposite of what trad wives do. They believe in reciprocal romantic relationships between men and women, where each partner's labor complements the others. Anyway, I'll let bimbo TikTok queen Chrissy Schlapecker explain modern bimboism properly. Who is a bimbo? What is a bimbo? These are multiple questions that I have been getting from millennials. Who is the Gen Z bimbo? A bimbo isn't dumb. I mean, she kind of is, but she isn't that dumb. She's actually a radical leftist who's pro-sex work, pro-Black Lives Matter, pro-LGBTQ, pro-choice, and will always be there for her girls' gays and nays. If you're homophobic, I'll castrate you. Listen, this is an inclusive organization. There's bimbos, dembos, himbos. I don't do this for the misogynistic male gays. I do it for my gays. And damn, my tits look good. It's about emotional intelligence at the end of the day. And remember, we always step on Trump supporters. Hey, is that a Trump supporter? Ew! You get the picture. What struck me about the most recent leftist media furor about trad wives was the completely contrasting reaction they had when bimbos broke the cultural mold last year. They had article after article of positive gushing about how feminist and pro-sex and awesome bimbos were. I mean, it was quite astounding, in fact. And just to get really specific, let's compare the pair. I give you BuzzFeed. This woman went viral for creating a bimbo manifesto, and honestly, it's a work of art. Are some of these traditional wife TikToks trolling us? I give you vice. Bimbification is taking over. What does that mean for you? Are you a hyper-feminine woman? Are you really hot? Do you not care about society's elitist view on academic intelligence? Behind the rise of the online tradwife movement, trad ideology doesn't just extend to 1950s housewife videos, it also has sinister connections with right-wing extremism, experts say. And last, but certainly not least, the New York Times. 
Meet the self-described bimbos of TikTok, the real housewives of white supremacy. And that juxtaposition got me thinking. Could it be really that the modern cultural and media left would prefer Generation Z women to grind in front of their camera phones half naked while talking about how dumb and hot they are while also sloppily espousing anti-work, anti-reciprocity word vomit while calling it female empowerment than for them to be traditional housewives? Would the left really prefer them to do this? Happy holidays from your favorite bimbo. Remember, keep being a family disappointment and stay warm. Seriously, guys, it's a little cold out here. Then this. Number one, proper budgeting. I think this is so important living on one income because most of us traditional wives are not living like the housewives of Beverly Hills or anything, nor would I want to. I quite enjoy this more simplistic way of living and learning to budget is a proper life skill to learn. I think we all know what the answer is and that answer is unironically, yes. I'm just waiting for the asteroid right now, aren't you? If you liked that video, please remember to like, subscribe, share, leave me a comment. And if you really, really liked it, then check out the video description for my Subscribestar link and other ways you can support me.